Hey family, thank you for following and trusting the path that led you here. This is Flow Space, Conscious Conversations with J&D. I'm Jerrica. And I'm Deandra. Our discussions will be led by intuition and spirit as we continue to evolve and learn about what it means to live an earthly human experience. Bullshit of this world. <laughs> Honestly, because I feel like I have so much to say on the dynamics of the world that we live in that can be classified as bullshit. Okay, let me hear it. No. For, <laughs> yeah, I feel passionate about it because it's just so unfortunate that, I mean, I understand that all that we're experiencing is for our our benefit and it's for the greatest good of all despite how that may look to us in the moment what we may perceive of it as we're experiencing something that we may um that we can say to ourselves why is this happening this isn't fun something not so fun that we're experiencing i understand that that's all necessary and part of experiencing a human life but some things I just truly can't get down with. And I feel passionate about it because I feel knowledge is power. And if more people really knew the true dynamics behind certain things that are commonly absorbed by most people, such as nonprofits, the food industry, big pharma, businesses, money, and the perceptions and the perspectives behind these kinds of things that we all engage with on the daily as part of the human experience, so much can be revolutionized just by people's expansion and awareness of knowledge on these different topics. So it really gets to me. It makes me want to talk about it all because the more we know, the better. Yeah. There's something that can't be taken from you. It's priceless. And that's why, like, as you're saying all of this, because I know that I felt very passionate about all of these things, too. Like, all of these things that can be classified under the bullshit of the world. But, like, today, like, as I'm hearing you say all of it. I it brings me back to the feeling of like while yes all of that can go on on the outside world it's so important to know who you are inside so that regardless of what's happening outside you remain in your truth and you kind of like hold your ground yourself like yes there can be corruption there can be greed there can be lies and there can be like all of these different things that go on in the world but as long as you maintain yourself like through the use of discernment through the use of integrating all your practices you're not gonna allow that frequency those energies to penetrate through to you so you really remain in a state of like neutrality like you're not affected by all of it and it 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 can get you really angry. Like me, I can get so heated thinking about all of those things. Like the things you just listed, nonprofit organizations, like so many things 
pharmaceutical industry. Things that are supposed to be there to help us are really being manipulated to hurt us. And it's like, okay, if you can't trust those things that are meant to help us, you need to only know that you can trust yourself and your community. So. Exactly. But so many aren't there with their awareness. And that's the piece that really... um, inspires me to talk on it all because I want to have this discussion and I want it to be a more normalized everyday discussion that people should have in question and really determine what their focus is on on the daily what are they intrigued by what are they questioning what are they learning what are they focusing their efforts on in terms of what are they seeking to gather more knowledge on? What's their focus? And and to really harness your focus into where you want it to go with intention instead of just focusing on what's constantly being thrown in your face to look at and focus on can do so much for you because what you give energy to grows. Mm-hmm. So if this can be something that people begin to even wonder of it could really move us forward and I know that it is moving forward and we are moving forward but I just think it's really important to remind people of these things as we navigate life especially revolutionary to these times because it kind of It brings the awareness of not needing anything outside of yourself. Like you don't need these nonprofit organizations. You don't need these big pharmaceutical companies. You don't need the list goes on and on. Like all of the things that can cause corruption, you don't need them. You really need yourself. And if you realize that like you have the tool, the control over your mind so that you never seek without, you never go outside of you to get anything you're going to be your most powerful asset and your most powerful tool. And in a time like this, where the world is really chaotic, where there's so many different things going on, when there's so many corporations and companies out there, like it gets grouped into the bullshit of the world. When the bullshit of the world is thriving, you can get lost, like you can really get taken and then feel and that you need these outside sources and then feed into that bullshit, basically. So you just have to like come to the realization that no, you stop it before it even starts. Like you don't need that. You don't need stress management. You don't need anything if you control your mind and you maintain your daily self where you need to be. That you're not going to ever need anything outside of you. So you won't need to engage in the different bullshit of the world. So when you say we don't need stress management, can you elaborate on what you mean by that? (laughs) Yes. And I I feel you. I have an understanding, but I just wanted to just be understood. Yeah. No, I, I laugh because it's like to sum that up in words is funny because it's really like a practice. Like it's not I can say it, but you really have to practice it. Because I practice it like on the daily and even some days I don't practice it and then I come back to remembering it. 
Do you remember so, why you were practicing it to begin with? To begin with, to prevent myself from getting in the space that now I'm in, that I have to work like triple hard to get myself out of it. And what is that practice? So it's really staying true to me, staying calm, staying in the awareness that nothing outside is going to affect me. Because even if it does affect me, like, all I have to do is deal with it. I don't need to create these different, like, scenarios. When you're going through something, like, you can play 20 different scenarios in your head, even more. Like, hundreds of scenarios in your mind of what the outcome can look like. And you really have no clue what that outcome is going to look like until it happens. So all you're doing is... (laughs) (laughs) All you're doing is wasting your time and your energy and creating stress for yourself. And then when you catch yourself, it's like, yo, bro, why am I doing this? You know, like what's happening? Mm -hmm. But we're not taught to not do that. Like we're taught to we're taught to really like put ourselves through it. And it's like the people around us. And not just the people around us, society as a whole, basically, Because you go to your doctor's office and without even checking you, they're telling you like, you know, like you're on your deathbed, basically. And that's not even true. Like, don't scare me for no reason. Don't do that. Like, there's no reason to put fear into me. There should be no fear in you. Like, why why are we here having this conversation? And so, like, it goes to that, like, no matter what's happening around you, as long as you maintain yourself, you're never going to need stress management because you're never going to allow that stress to get to you. Um, yeah. Yeah, I feel you. You said at the beginning, staying true to yourself, not mm-hmm. allowing these outside movies interrupt your movie. And remembering that we always hold the power of the narrative that's currently playing out in our personal life. And although there are tragic, unfortunate things going on around us, caring for that before we care for ourselves cares for no one. Can you say that again? Because that's so true. (laughs) What did I say? (laughs) (laughs) i can't even repeat it back to you but that's why i wanted you to say it again because it was like it struck that chord inside of me like it lit that up it was like yeah let's leave it right there we're we're feeling through it it's we're processing that because i'm trying to but the more i try the more it slips my mouth like it it goes further away from me the more i try and hold on to it because I'm yeah. just the flow, baby. <laughs> in the flow. Yeah, it's the flow. And it's like, it's because we're speaking to each other, like reminding ourselves of all that we know. And through that remembrance, it activates those feelings. Yeah. And that's what's been happening. Like, it goes back to the bullshit of the world. Like, there's so much going on in this world at this current time that it can really take you and distract you and like cause that fuzziness and those blurred like lines in your mind where you're not remembering all that you know to be true it it really can take you out of your practice so 
Yeah. Any chance I get to remember and to practice and integrate, like, I love it. Please give me more of it because I need it, especially right now. And when things are going really well, it's easy for one to slip up and stop doing the daily habits that create a happy life because mm-hmm. it's all good. So it uh, it is it brings a lot of gratitude to all moments of life because they're all essential to realize the sweetness. Without bitter, we wouldn't know sweet. So it really makes life well-rounded. And what you were saying before came to mind just now about like being in a doctor's office and those there who are are working in service of the the health and wellness of the majority of people are operating from this place that they themselves may not be fully aware of that comes from a system that's not designed in health and wellness but is covered up and made us believe that that's what it is because at the end of the day these are just people that we are putting our lives in their hands forgetting that they are people just as we are no one is above one above another so that's one and two because some of these people who work in in these industries that are here to help us especially in industries where we may not have all the knowledge, like in terms of health and wellness, we may not know the things that they know. And we feel that because of that, that they are superior in what is best when it comes to us. And knowing that they're too are operating in a world that's not designed in their highest favor there gives room for us to show compassion and empathy to these people because they don't know what they're doing. You know, they're, they're not fully aware of the role that they're playing in reinforcing the bullshit of this world. So all that we can really truly do to help them and help ourselves is being, staying true to ourselves. Like what you were saying before, remembering our truth, anchoring in our truth and living out our truth. It is, the greatest act of rebellion and the greatest way to dismantle the bullshit of this world. Yeah, because, and it's not to group like, you know, other people and it's not because what you're saying could be triggering. Like somebody can be listening to it and be like, okay, but you're judging right now. Right. Like, and that's the complete opposite of what you're doing. Like you're not, you're not coming from a place of judgment. You're truly coming from a place of compassion. And it's like, we have to realize that what you said, other people, they don't hold our fate in their hands. They can give you like in a medical setting, they can give you a diagnosis and it be false. You know, like medical errors happen all the time. And these are life-changing events because you're diagnosing somebody with something now you're treating them for something and that's not even their problem like you're you're making (laughs) more problems (laughs) and treating them like what does that even mean in that system what is treating someone you're literally pumping them with chemicals and you're doing all of these things that are so far from what the human body needs like on a physiological level, on a scientific level, like yes, just to 
put it out there and be clear, like, do I feel that advancements in medicine have helped us greatly? Of course. But I also feel that the bullshit of the world has tainted those advancements in medicine. Medicine is no longer pure and medicine is no longer for the purpose of helping. It's a money making tool. And like when you realize that and you realize and again, like what you were saying, it's not grouping all doctors or all medical professionals as like these evil people who are out to like hurt us. No, that's not what we're saying. What we're saying is that the industry that it is in, big pharma, it's a money making scheme. I've worked in a doctor's office before. Uh, pharmaceutical reps come in. They bribe the doctors literally by buying baskets of like wine and fruits and buying lunches and catering. And, you know, they do the most. Like they spend a lot of money in these doctor's offices so that they bribe the doctor to push their product. Now you have doctors like trying to prescribe these pills and prescribe this medication to people, push medication onto people who don't necessarily need it just to keep generating this cycle of money. And it's it's so disgusting to me. That's like that's what I consider the bullshit of the world. And like I can see like I get passionate about it thinking about it right now. It's super yeah, triggering. Yeah, yeah, like it's so triggering and it's like no, we don't need that. Get that away from us. Like stay true to you. Don't take what somebody says to you as the end all, like your final words. You don't need to make agreements with what anybody says to you. Yes, obviously, like health, you can be diagnosed with certain things that are true. But you yourself will know when something's up with your body. Nobody can tell you something more than you can tell yourself. And I really love that because it speaks on all of it. But nobody can tell you better than you can tell yourself. And mm-hmm. that's in all areas of the bullshit of this world. Because big pharma is relying on ailments. Ailments occur in many ways and in most frequent common ways within the U.S., through lifestyle and one thing that you do every day all day is eat so what we eat ties into big pharma which then ties into businesses and nonprofits not to help many different ailments and difficulties maybe not from food but just from things that stem from the systems that come from the bullshit of this world so it's really a cycle helping one another staying in profit so these different systems are designed to loop one around each other and that creates a matrix which is part of the bullshit of the world that's fueled and funneled by money (laughs) yeah and you can see it for yourselves like because when people start speaking about things like this automatically you're labeled as a conspiracist automatically you're labeled like You know the labels already. I don't have to go into them. But you can literally see it for yourselves. Go on the any website, like the American Heart Association, a website for people with diabetes, a website for people with cancer. It has been proven that your diet, if you have cancer, 
sugar, dairy products, that feeds your cancer. If you have diabetes, you should not be having sugar. Well, depending on how your diabetes is, you should not be intaking sugar. If you have a heart disease, you should not be eating red meat. And if you go on these websites and go under what they recommend, like the diets they recommend, you'll see red meat. You'll see yogurt. For somebody with breast cancer, they're recommending yogurt. Are you kidding me? Like, are, are you kidding me? So right there, it's in your face. The best place to hide things is in plain sight. And that's what's happening with the bullshit of the world. Mm-hmm. You just have to truly use your discernment. You have to truly be present. You have to know your truth so that you can spot when the truth isn't being reflected back to you. Yes. Question, is this how I feel? Is this my thinking? Is this my opinion on this? Or is this something that I've just always believed because it's always been told around me? Is this something I've always heard? Or is this an original thought? Does this feel right? Like, that's the question that you, like, can start with. Does this feel right? Your instinct, your intuition is never going to fail you. You just need to be present for it and trust it. And how does one feel into something? Someone who's never felt into anything or has used that mechanism to determine something for themselves. What would you say? I would say um, it really starts with being present with yourself, not being distracted by the outside, not thinking about outside opinions. And that's the key word. Like you're not thinking, you're feeling. Your body, when you're in an uncomfortable situation, you can recognize the tightness in your body. You can recognize different feelings that will present themselves. And that's your instinct and your intuition saying like, hey, something's up. Now, when something, when you're in a place that feels good to you, you're in a safe space, your body's not going to be tense or tight. You're going to feel full of love. Like you're going to be happy. You know the difference. Your body naturally knows the difference. So it's really feeling into that, getting out of the mind and stepping into the heart space and just feeling. Yes, the body always speaks. Mm-hmm. The quality of the breath, are they short and shallow? Yeah, how's your heart? Is your heart racing? Does your heart feel like it's skipping beats? Is your heart calm? Are your palms sweaty? Are you feeling flushed? Do you have a pain somewhere? Boom. How's your nervous system? Yeah, pay attention to it because it's going to speak to you. It knows what's right for you. It is the ultimate guide. Mm Mm-hmm. Wow, because I don't know where that came from, but like the passion sis, was there was nothing else to it. I just really felt like it had to be spoken on because we know all these things, too, and we know where we stand on them and how we can not support them and help dismantle them. But I just feel it was the thing to do because for whatever reason, I really feel like that message needs to be heard by whoever is going to be hearing this message. Mm-hmm. And that's the keyword, like dismantling it. Like it's really breaking down all of those beliefs, breaking down. It's crazy because like people really believe that they need to go to a doctor and they will believe what the doctor says to them. 
without questioning it, these people will <laughs> truly go. And the doctor can tell them that they have something that doesn't even make sense. Like, something that does not make right. Right. Like, you totally know what feels good to you and you know what doesn't feel good to you. You know when there's something wrong with your body. You know the severity of it. Now, you go to this doctor. The doctor tells you, you're going to die in three months. Boom, you just made an agreement with death because a doctor told you that. Without giving yourself a fighting chance, without believing that you have the power to heal yourself, without believing that you have the power to live, even if it's, okay, I'm going to live four months. You know, whatever it is, you have that power inside of you. Yeah. Truly the power of the mind. We hold the power within us. Mm-hmm. Making that agreement with death tells your cells, okay, it's time to decompose. We're on our way out. Mm-hmm. Literally telling your body how to behave every moment by everything that you agree with, that you yeah. co-sign on, because we're co-creating this life with the world around us that we interact with. And so- that's why it's important to share the message because people need to realize that they don't have to follow these beliefs that have been fed to us all of our life. You don't need to go to a doctor to know what's wrong with you. You can feel your body telling you there's something up. And then you can seek further clarity. Of course, you can go to a medical professional. You don't, doesn't mean you have to trust the first thing they tell you. But you can go because, like I said before, there's been advancements in medicine that are truly helpful. But... It's just not always the case. <laughs> I'm laughing because I could understand how all that we're saying right now can be perceived by someone. I'm envisioning someone saying, yeah, okay, you don't need to go to doctors to see if something is up with you. But it's truly, you know, when something's up with you, it's being honest with yourself. Are you being honest with yourself when something comes up intuitively, when you feel something? Are you acknowledging it or are you brushing it off until it makes itself really apparent and Mm -hmm. to a level where now you can't ignore it? So you know best. Someone else telling you something about you is just just a storyline being thrown at you like every single moment. There's a narrative that's being offered to you. You can choose to co-sign that or you can choose to say no that's not something that I'm going to make a reality and just because of that therefore it isn't so to a degree of course but also not to a degree because we are powerful infinite beings and we've been made to downsize our abilities so much so that one can't even really fully know what is capable by just living from an in, from a, a heart-centered, true space. An intuitive space. Like, I feel like exactly what you're saying, we're born with everything we need. Our bodies, when you go through something, your body is going to heal itself. 
your body is always going to be giving you the signs indicating when something is off balance so that you have the choice to address it. But like you said, if you're not addressing it and you're not paying attention, it's going to keep worsening. And then you have to deal with a really big problem because you didn't address it when you had the chance to. Right. And it really reminds me of Ayurveda in terms of the doshas, which is basically the different archetypes that are associated with our being. And we all have them to varying degrees, like the different doshas. That's something else to talk about another time. But why I thought of that is because something as like, hmm, gastro like gi issues can stem from an imbalance of like eating cold foods versus eating hot foods it could be something so small that when addressed it remains there as something small but if not addressed it can turn into gi issues and that can then turn into Mm -hmm. something bigger and it really is just the body holding out as long as it can until it has to come forward and and really say like hey I've been trying to talk to you. You haven't been listening. So now I need to make it apparent that this needs to be addressed. Heartburn is a good example. Like when you're saying the the things about the diet and how our body type is, if you eat spicy food and you get heartburn over and over and over and over, but you continue to eat this spicy food, not listening to your body's heartburn, eventually you could develop an ulcer. Now you have a bigger problem on your hand because you didn't pay attention to all the times that you were getting heartburn after you ate spicy food. So that's a really good way to to put the connection, like something so simple as heartburn after you yeah. eat spicy food or saucy. Yeah, and that really speaks to living from an intuitive place recognizing the signs that your body is telling you and honoring and acknowledging them as it needs to like as you see fit for the moment Mm -hmm. and that reminds me and brings me back to the bullshit of this world because all these different things that can be classified under this category are things outside of us that we've been conditioned to believe that we need in order to be one and centered and harmonious and happy within So that's something that really needs to be reclaimed within us so that we energize and build relationships with the things that align with us. It's all about taking back your power, taking control of your power. Taking accountability and really owning your life and owning your life as the co-creator of your life. The bullshit of the world leads into the problems of anxiety and stress. Like, the correlation, that's why, man, if you just solved, if the bullshit of the world was dismantled, all issues would be solved right then and there. Because instantly. By the yeah. bullshit of the world. Yes, it's a cycle. You got to break the cycle. It's part of the healthcare system. The anxiety and the stress, the blah, blah, all those things, the fear. Um, It's part of every system that's in place. That's like the 
Demetrius. If I allow myself to feel like sad for it, I could feel sad for it. But I'm really trying as part of my own like sanity to disassociate myself from feeling sad or having that victim mentality for the state of the world. It's like, no, I'm aware of what's going on. I feel compassion for it, but I'm not going to fall victim to it and let it manipulate me the way that it wants to. Because falling victim to it is agreeing with its reality. Mm-hmm. And that's not like to brush it off or say that it's insignificant in any way. But coming from a victim mentality says that there's no solution to this issue and it's just something that we have to deal with and tolerate and feeling like the end of the world is happening and that there's no solution to this issue. And that's not the case. Exactly. We hold the power. We create the reality. So collectively, we can change the reality. And it all starts by you changing your own reality. Exactly. Because there's power in numbers. And that's why so many different points of view have been broadcasted since the time we were born and before that. For those who come before us, our our parents, our grandparents, there's certain things that we've been conditioned to believe by what we've been shown and experienced through all outlets that we absorb, like media and all the systems that exist to make sure that a certain agenda gets pushed and maintained. Yeah, it's deeply rooted. It's it's a well-thought-out structure. Mm-hmm. It's a really well-thought-out... Like, it's like a master plan. Yeah. All, that, all that's happening is really a master plan, but it's not... It doesn't have to be. Yeah, you got to keep it simple. All these things are designed to make it complicated when it's all truly so simple. Mm-hmm. Going back to basics really understanding and and questioning for yourself what do you truly need to be happy what is offering happiness and what is just taking up space and knowing the difference between the two i think it even gets like simpler than that because your happiness is going to be uh an automatic when you're living in your truth like it goes back to the truth you feeling safe and secure. <laughs> it's just so simple, <laughs> but it's funny. <laughs> it's so simple. You're safe, you're secure, you're in your truth. Everything that comes after that is greatness. You know what it reminds me of too? The present moment. In this very exact moment, are all your needs met? Are you breathing? Are you alive? Then it's all good. In the next moment, are you breathing? Are you alive? Then it's all good. In the next moment, if that's not the case, okay, then how do we fix that? It doesn't have to be anything more than that. And it doesn't have to be anything more than a moment at a time, a day at a time, an experience at a time, a situation at a time. It doesn't have to be a situation or a moment that is unideal. And then you decide to co-sign on it being your reality for the foreseeable future. That right there is the key to stress management. 
that right there, taking it a moment at a time is the answer. That's the solution to your problem. Because if you have a problem, you face it. You don't create more problems for yourself or more worry. And a lot of times people worry, like the underlining fear usually uh, revolves around death. Like people are really scared to die and people are really scared to suffer. Those are the two um, biggest like fear driving reasons. Uh, So if you, if you're dying, there's nothing to be fearful for. You can't control death. You're not God. You're not going to play God. You're not going to magically come back from being dead like so if you're facing death you're just going to face death give yourself a peace of mind and face death with a peaceful transition (laughs) seriously like that's what it comes down to (laughs) yeah like if you're suffering now again you can be going through such an ideal situation, such a painful situation emotionally or physically. You don't need to make it worse for yourself. You don't need to torture yourself more than you're already being tortured. Hopefully not literally, but, you know, like whatever suffering you're going through, you don't need to make it worse for yourself. And it's really bringing it back to not feeding yourself, all of these different agreements, not co-signing on somebody else's agreement for you, not believing in stuff that doesn't resonate true to you. You give yourself the peace of mind that you deserve no matter the situation at hand. Whatever's happening, you're going to get through it one way or another. Whatever emotions surface due to whatever you're dealing with, that situation at hand, you're going to come out after dealing with those emotions, way stronger and way more equipped to now handle something else that life might throw your way. And it's all part of our evolution and our journey. So knowing that, having the faith and having the trust that everything's going to be okay, even when it feels it doesn't, because we're humans, we can be in situations and feel we are never going to be okay. Like, How many times I can say, I put myself in situations that I'm like, oh my God, I'm never going to get through this. Like, my life is over. Two hours later, I'm so good. Like, I'm great. (laughs) Yeah. And it's just funny because it it goes back to what you were saying. Everything is so simple. Don't overcomplicate it. And it's really amazing because we're going to die regardless you go from living to not living in a matter of a minute. In a so, breath. Literally. By taking a breath in, you die. So that's going to happen nonetheless. So don't like fuss over all these scenarios. And this is really me speaking to myself as I'm speaking to you as I'm speaking into whoever is listening with us. Because mm-hmm. we're all here. So talking to you is talking to me Mm -hmm. and so that reminds me that it's all good all the time and it makes me expand my gratitude for moments that aren't ideal because the more unideal situation I deal with and I overcome that equips me for the duality of that on the opposite end of the spectrum which is happiness joy bliss Mm 
Mm-hmm. So the level of something that's unideal is the same level that I'm going to experience something ideal. And I'm so grateful because the more unideal a situation that I overcome, the more greatness is going to come my way. And it really shows me that whatever I experience is something that I'm equipped to experience. And how cool is that to know that no matter the situation, how severe it is, I'm designed to be able to move forward after that experience expires and I'm onto a different situation that is happier, more light-filled. It's great. Like a more pleasant experience. And, you know, it's really easy to say these things and it's really easy, like, when you're in a flow of remembrance to be like, oh, yeah, like, life is good. Like, everything's great. Like, this is so simple. But when you're going through it, you know, it's very challenging because life comes so fast. So many things happen at once. So many things are always happening. You can distract yourself and get caught up. It's normal. So how does one go about everything we're saying? Because it sounds so great, even for ourselves. I get caught up in experiences. So how does one really go about maintaining that that mindset that like, okay, I'm going through this, but this is really for the best of everything. Like it's an, it's an unideal situation right now, but I'm going to come out of this stronger. I'm going to come out of this experiencing even more joy than before, because I experienced such pain. I'm going to experience the other end of the spectrum. How does one overcome those moments where it can be hard to see further than the moment? Yeah. I feel it goes back to gratitude, affirmations, maintaining your practices that you maintain when you're happy and living from a light-centered space. What are those practices? You can't, I mean, it goes back to living from your truth and not falling off from the things that you've incorporated into your life to make sure that you live your most optimal life and that you're prepared for any situation. So when those situations arise, it's it's a reminder to go back to the practices that you've incorporated. So what does that look like? Simplifying. When those situations arise, something became complex in this simple life. So determining what that looks like, and know one way to do that is focusing on gratitude because nothing is too complex where gratitude can overcome that because as long as the, we have the breath, we have options. Yeah, so really taking time to reflect on your situation as well. Like you're reflecting, you're expressing gratitude, you're creating affirmations for yourself. You're doing all the work necessary to pull yourself through whatever situation's at hand. And it's really taking a beat because when we get into those mindsets that can be overwhelming and overcoming of us, it's usually with this go energy. It's just so consuming. It spirals and it just gets worse and worse and and all doomsday starts to really manifest within you that it's you don't take a second to really be like, okay, hold on, what's going on? How am mm-hmm. I feeling? What's going on? with the outside how's that affecting my inside what's going on the inside how's that affecting my outside checking in with yourself slowing down 
And that's, for me, my personal cure for anxiety, the slowing down. Because when you get to the bottom, going back to the bullshit of the world, if you get consumed in it, it's going to start showing itself to you on an individual level in different ways. For me, when I get caught up with the bullshit of the world, it causes me to have anxiety And then my anxiety shows up in the form of control. Like I need to be doing things. I need everything to be in order. OCD kicks in and is on like a million. It drives, like I drive myself insane. And then if I'm able to recognize it, I'm like, okay, something's off. Like why am I going so hard about the way my seasonings are in the cabinet? Or like why am I going so hard about my sock drawer? Little crazy, like, insignificant <laughs> thing. Oh, you're so cute. No, that's how I realize it. When I'm like, okay, this is driving me crazy. This isn't normally driving me crazy. What's up? It's like you start breaking it down, going backwards. Like, okay, I'm, this is what I'm doing. Why am I doing this? Okay, I'm doing this because I'm feeling this. Why am I feeling this? Okay, I'm feeling this because X, Y, Z. So... That's the cure. The checking in is the cure for anxiety, me personally. And I think for other people, it can be helpful too. You call it out, you recognize it, you sit with yourself, you reflect on it. And it helps you remove that, those feelings that are just lingering in your energetic body. That really reminds me of um, the practice that I have been making more regular lately, which is yoga. Um, because yoga is so, is so, um, breath focused and connecting to your body and being aware of what your body is doing that I have found that in my everyday life, when I'm running errands, for example, I realize when my shoulders are tense and I'll be reminded in those moments to relax them. And yoga has really been something that has been serving me in this way. And that's one of my practices of um, integrating slowing down because of my yoga practice it it reminds me to be mindful of myself and my pace and what my body is experiencing at every moment yeah so the practices look different for everyone but that's one of mine and then you shared one of yours and it's a matter of exploring what that looks like for you Mm -hmm. and we all know what works for us for us it's just a matter of tuning in and, and asking being prepared to listen within and it looks different that's I'm really glad you say that because it really does look different for everybody but it breaks down to the same thing it breaks down to slowing down so that you're in the present moment checking in with yourself paying attention to your feelings your feelings and it goes back to we have all that we need within us your feelings whatever you're feeling is going to always give you a hint at what's going on inside of you, outside of you, altogether. So really, like, slowing yourself down so that you're present for yourself. And a way to do that, if that's not something that you've commonly practiced or sounds really foreign, is by realizing what your outward reality looks like to you. And it can be something as your relationship with food what does that look like? Where does that stem from? How is it your relationship with anything? Is it something that's extreme? 
that is in balance where does that stem from so that can be your relationship with exercising your relationship with work your relationship with your significant other your relationship with food your relationship with platonic relationship friendships and relationships what does that look like and it's usually in one of those areas that we can look at or that is brought to our attention when something is in balance because when we're not balanced within, it reflects in our outward life in one way or another. Mm-hmm. So if you're focusing on one of these aspects of your life with a negative connotation or something that is stress um, prone, for example, anything really. I can give an example. The the OCD, like for me in my personal life. Because as you're saying, like it'll show up in your outside relationships or like your outside world. Yeah, my OCD will show up like the need for control will show up in my diet. Like it'll show up in my relationship. It'll show up in how I do my household chores. It'll show up in work. Like it'll show up across the board. I will want to have everything in order and control. Yeah, and that's that's a really good point that you made because there's a common denominator amongst all those different aspects of your life, and mm-hmm. it's being aware enough um, to 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 be aware of it. Really, yeah. make yourself aware of that. That's really cool. It's noticing your habits and your tendencies because they stem somewhere. So when you're saying like, okay, look at your relationship with food, look at your relationship with X, Y, Z. You really will, when you start giving yourself the space to reflect without judgment, with compassion, you're not doing this to to tell yourself like, oh, you got to get over it. No, you're doing this to truly understand the root cause of why you're the way you are when it comes to certain things. And that's how you deal with anything head on. It get You get down to the root, like you really go through it, like put the work in check in, do all the things, and you're going to eliminate the the anxiety, the stress, the fear. You're going to eliminate everything that doesn't serve you. Yeah, and the levels in which that can manifest. It's amazing. It can be something as simple as a pimple on your face to a backache to having unhealthy relationships with others to not sleeping well like that's a really common one that a lot of people experience um not sleeping well and that's usually the first sign of some kind of imbalance yeah how you're digesting your food so many things just really paying attention wow but the not sleeping well you really got me with that one because truly the levels in which you can rest and unplug really determine where you are with yourself. Your ability and to the the time it takes you to get to that state of being and your ability to stay there and your ability to what is your relationship to even the thought of that mm-hmm. of resting, relaxing, of sleeping. It's essential for us. <laughs> It's just really something that I didn't even realize until you mentioning it right now, how much I've been taking a look at it without even being aware of my mm-hmm. relationship with sleep. Because my relationship with sleep right now is the most vital it's ever been in my life. Mm-hmm. I feel like a baby. I understand why 
little kids need to sleep so much because they are so open sensorially because they're not tainted at the level that adults are or any any person at any age depending on their experiences but usually children are are guarded from that to a degree because even them because it's that's where we get targeted to begin with is that children age but it really makes me understand their tired levels because they're really experiencing the world more present yeah and you're feeling into the energy of the world like right now of course you're going to be tired with everything that's going on you know in your personal life and even like the collective like there's so much energy to always be spent so rest is so important yeah and having that awareness is really life-changing because it can be the difference between you feeling like there's something wrong with you and you having compassion and empathy for yourself being aware that what you're experiencing physically is normal for the state that we're in right now Mm -hmm. and the not sleeping it goes like it takes it further because you're not sleeping then you start developing migraines now you're going to a doctor for these migraines they start prescribing you i don't know like migraine medicine excedrin take this take that now you're hurting your liver with all these harsh chemical pills when the issue was you're having migraines every day because you're not sleeping because you're stressed out from your job or you're stressed out from your relationship you're stressed out from whatever you're stressed out from so you see how like you can break it down, solve the stress, eliminate the stress, and then you eliminate that the ailment that came with it. It's a holistic approach instead of approaching something with a band-aid result or popping a pill for all your answers. It's really deciding and choosing that you're going to do the work to really look at the root cause so that it's eliminated and it won't manifest in a different way. And so that you can live your most optimal, free, harmonious, bliss, happy, joyful life which is ultimately what we're all here to do. So it's really such a blessing to go through anything that's not optimal because it's only getting you closer to living your most optimal life. Thank you for listening. Continue flowing in your own space by simply being. If this resonated with you and you feel called, please be sure to follow, rate, review, and share. Until next time, wherever you go, give yourself space to flow <laughs> oh, <Peace> family, family. <laughs>